Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Joey Calvez. I want to tell you guys a little bit about the Department of Metahuman Affairs. This one is a story about a team led by a retired sidekick, two felons, a failed actor from Broadway, and a reprogrammed cyborg. But their first mission is to stop the criminals who have robbed a bank, and they will have to set the world at ease. You're going to get 180 pages of entertainment action-packed awesomeness right here in the first six issues in a collected hardcover volume one all you got to do is head on over to kickstarter.com and type in the department of metahuman affairs or dma and check it out right now hey everybody just real quick before the show started uh this is steve and i just wanted to let you know for all the latest information on our podcast Hit us up on Twitter at E-I-L-F Movies. That's everything I learned from movies. We're also on Instagram and Facebook. If you're looking for incredible art or maybe gifts for an upcoming uh, birthday or Father's Day, Mother's Day, anything like that, Christmas, uh, you can check out Izzy's art at untidyvenus.etsy.com. You can also find us on all the uh, podcatchers like Podbean, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts or iTunes, whatever they're calling it these days, Podcast Addict, uh, basically... Google us, you'll find us, and uh, we'd love to hear from you. All right, on with the show. Everything I learned from movies With a one last plot holes a gratuitous It's time to get busy with your friend Stephen He did the stare and drive on you, didn't he? He got that from me. What's his deal? I got a problem with authority. You just need to chill out. You ready for this? Come on, man. Guns, murderers, and crooked cops. I was made for this, bruh. gentlemen i'm steve and i'm izzy and this is everything i learned from movies and tonight oh tonight uh we are going for 2003's too fast too furious <laughs> yeah living life a quarter april at a time Woo! but we're not alone no we're not uh, joining us for this masterpiece we have mike brooklyn welcome mike Hey, what's up? <laughs> Excellent. Our uh, first time on our podcast, so thank you so much for joining us. Uh, why this movie? Just a just a little teaser. Um, I mean, you guys said that you guys were gonna do some Fast and Furious movies, and I noticed a lot of people throwing hate toward Too Fast, Too Furious. <laughs> so I was like, you know what? I actually like that movie. <laughs> Got to represent. Excellent. <laughs> <laughs> Well, before we get into the movie, uh, babe, I'm a little thirsty. I don't know about you. Oh, well, you're in luck. We have from Salt Flats Brewing in Salt Lake City, Utah, a Deuce Coop Copper Lager. Ooh. Yeah, let's see. No celebrity ads needed, just winning taste. All right. And in <laughs> typical Utah fashion, apparently no ABV on the label. Uh, I'm guessing either 4 or 5%. <laughs> I'm going to guess 5% because this would have jumped on. Yeah. And I'm going to pop my top. Oh, my top. Nice. <laughs> and the pour. Yes, it's a beautiful copper-colored lager. You can read through this beer. It is gorgeous. Oh, yeah. It's a nice, like, uh, very light reddish brown. Mm, it's got a really nice uh, light hop aroma on it. A little yeah. bit of green apple right at the end of the aroma there. Yeah, it seems malt forward. Mm-hmm. Steve's going in for the sip. Oh, yeah. Yeah, nice, uh, nice interesting mm-hmm. little caramel notes and stuff on it. A little bit of that green yeah. apple, but it's almost like a like a red ale, but light. Yeah, like a session red ale. <laughs> mm. Mike, yeah, you drinking anything today? 
Uh, yeah, I just got my little McDonald's sweet tea. Excellent. <laughs> Since I'm living in Georgia right now, you know, I guess I got to drink whatever they make. <laughs> Better represent. Well, I'll say if it's got to be something, might as well be sweet tea, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, 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 it definitely beats that tea that has no taste. <laughs> See, I, I like the dirty dishwater uh, tea, but <laughs> that's uh, that, I guess that's a uh, California versus Georgia. <laughs> yeah, and no, I, I I can't I can't go with that. Like, like even in New York, I had to have the raspberry flavor tea. You know. You know what? It's all yours. I'll leave it all for you. <laughs> no, more, more for me. <laughs> I was say it's very uh, sucrose forward, uh, light green apple, but that's uh, you know for McDonald's. <laughs> oh, <shit. laughs> uh, but too fast, too furious. Uh, from director John Singleton. Who's he, Steve? Well, Dave, <laughs> you know all those movies I make you watch now. <laughs> uh, uh, Wait, you mean everything on Rift Tracks? <laughs> no, 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 not those ones. Because uh, <laughs> that's uh, that's all Wings Hauser's, uh, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> well, his son's in this movie, but uh, no, no. John what? Singleton, director of Boys in the Hood, ah. Poetic Justice, <laughs> Higher Learning, Shaft, <laughs> the first reboot, uh, ba- Baby Boy, this, Four Brothers, which I love, uh, that 30 for 30 documentary on Marion Jones, um, and then yeah, a couple episodes of like Empire, Billions, Snowfall, and sadly he passed away last year, right around my birthday. But, That's uh, a shame. Yeah, good classics. <laughs> Do you have a favorite uh, John Singleton movie, Mike? Uh, it would be Boys in the Hood, Poetic Justice, Higher Learning, of course, Baby Boy, um, this movie, and. Yeah, those are pretty much my favorites. That would be like yeah. my top five-ish. They're all tens? <laughs> uh, I don't know about all tens. <laughs> Boys in the Hood, Poetic Justice, and Higher Learning are likely to get those nines and tens. Um, Baby Boy, uh, I'd probably have to give that one probably a seven. Nice. <laughs> well, of course, Too Fast, Too Furious, uh, as we mentioned before, based on a 1998 Vibe magazine article, Racer X by Ken Lee. So he's a credited writer on all the Fast and Furious yeah! movies. Uh, this one also included writer Gary Scott Thompson, uh, who did all these, as well as Hollow Man, K911, K9PI, Time Cop 2 Berlin Decision, 88 Minutes, and is the creator of the Las Vegas TV series. Uh, uh, so only gold, huh? Right, yeah. <laughs> But this particular episode in the Fast and Furious franchise, uh, writer Michael Brandt and Derek Haas, basically they did this, and then 310 to Yuma wanted the double, and they're the creator and developers of that uh, Chicago Justice mm. PD Fire Medical Universe that's on TV. <laughs> that we can't if it's a drama a comedy or both right some of the commercials you really can't tell <laughs> yeah but, but, uh, but those do some crossover episodes sometimes with svu so that's all in like the same universe oh, yeah shit. oh yeah all like uh i think it was a total of like 450 episodes of those shows that they've done it's like yeah they're 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 rolling in hundreds right now they uh oh yeah <laughs> they got some money uh, oh yeah but of course, uh, Paul Walker returns as Brian O'Connor. Um, and then we have some new faces. In fact, everybody else. Tyrese Gibson, <laughs> Ava Mendez, Cole Hauser, Luda, uh, James Remar. <laughs> some of these characters might even last more than one episode. <laughs> some of them. <laughs> Spoiler alert for the Fast and the Furious. <laughs> And let's also uh, not yeah. forget my homeboy Ludacris and my boy Jin also. Oh, that's right. Jin's in. The, okay. Yeah, I, I watched this again for the first time since like it first came out. And I was like, I know that's a rapper. Who is he? It's it's Jin from Rough Riders. That, that's yeah, but, but prior to Rough Riders, he's the one guy, I mean, the original guy that was on the 106 and Park freestyle battles and won like five or six weeks in a row. Oh, nice. Yeah, like, 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 like he owned that show for a minute. Like, you know, there was nobody taking him out. Nice. Well, good for him. Good, good to see. Unfortunately, he, did, he doesn't come back for any of the sequels, as far as I know. But uh, you never I, know. I Fast hear, Nine. I, I'm hearing in the next one, everybody comes back. <laughs> I mean, they brought Han back. From the dead. 
<laughs> Bow Wow's going to be coming back. Everybody's coming. <laughs> oh, it's not. I didn't know Bow Wow was coming back. No, I, I, I'm just saying. I, I, I'm pretty sure everybody's coming back for this one. Like uh, the, <laughs> the five Nathan's or six people brother. died in the original. Yeah, Wonder Owen Woman. Shaw. <laughs> Wonder Woman's going to come back. <laughs> Everybody. Verone's finally going to come back from this one. No, I don't know. <laughs> this is going to turn into an episode. This is going to turn into crank. <laughs> Yo, if Verone comes back, you're going to see Tyrese go like, nah, bro, I was just playing with you. <laughs> yeah, I was just fucking mega ball. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, all right, so this movie starts out. Uh, and, of course, it starts out the only way it can with Ludacris fully Woo! afroed out, the pick and everything. Fucking love it. But, uh,. <laughs> I just have written down, these girls aren't dressed appropriately. <laughs> that, that's the best part. <laughs> yeah, they, they they really steered away from that in the last four or five of the Fast and Furious yeah, No, they, they have the, the scene at the beginning or the end with the, the girls in the short tops. They always have that cut scene. Oh, yeah, I guess Fate yeah. had the scene there in Cuba or whatever. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. I'll allow it. Yeah, it's, it's an integral part of every plot. Yeah. <laughs> Plot. <laughs> yes, plot. Yeah, that's <laughs> and not a plot. We're not normally associated with these movies. Well, I yeah. guess in this in this one it is because you know Eva Mendez pops up in that crowd. But uh... mm-hmm. I gotta kind of say though, like you know, so this way there's no copyright infringement. Sorry, Brent, but I had to steal it. Bending. Case for the need a four, so it's a fair race. So who do you call? Who you gonna call? Brian O'Connor. Yeah. <laughs> that might be the only one where every time they were going, O'Connor! I was just picturing the scene from the money, Mummy. O'Connor! Guess who has all the horses? Guess who's on the side of the river? <laughs> every single time. Oh, Basically, man. I was just watching the Mummy. <laughs> oh, God. What if Brendan Fraser was Brian O'Connor? Oh, my and God! Oh, no, no. <laughs> Yeah, right. <laughs> I, feel like, been Hobbs and I feel like The Rock came in to uh, derail the Mummy franchise. <laughs> I mean, he did the first time. Yeah. <laughs> then again, Scorpion King has like six sequels or something. So. It's true. Uh, yeah, so they call O'Brien because he needs the money. Because uh, if you remember previously on Fast and Furious, uh, He's on the run from the law, I think. I, I know. Uh, he's at least pissed off the law, if nothing yeah. else. Yeah, the whole thing's like, oh, yeah, he got fired and all this and that. It's like, well, no, you're also aided and abetted, aided and abetted a criminal, so you might be in deeper shit than that. <laughs> oh, no, Steve, come on. You grew up with cops. How often do they actually prosecute for that? I, I don't know personally, but I, <laughs> I would hope once or twice. Uh but, uh, yeah, so we're calling Brian. We get an act-to-fool music video while we're waiting for him to drive across town for four minutes. Oh, my God, uh, so much driving. <laughs> and, then he, and then he gets there, and they're like, oh, fuck, it's Brian. <laughs> Not Brian, cat. <laughs> oh, well, might as well just hand him your money. And then, okay, and then Ludacris has a line in here that just had me confused. says, just remember me when you wax. Just remember me when you wax them fools. Me, meaning like you know. Oh, oh, I didn't hear them fools part. It just, I don't know, must have shut off at wax. I was like, what? We we were like, wait, wait, wait. So he's gonna be masturbating during this and thinking of Luna. (laughs) (laughs) This franchise just is getting weirder and weirder. That's a good place. (laughs) (laughs) And we find out later, Brian definitely has a type. I mean. Oh, yeah, that's right. And then the one guy is like, okay, why don't we up the stakes for this race? And the guy's like, here you go, 35 large, three Cinco. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, yeah, we see Ava Mendez in the crowd, but then the important part, the race. Woo! And uh, the CGI and stuff on this particular race kind of age like shark boy and lava girl like it's it's not particularly great it was straight out of shark boy and lava girl yeah basically uh they're racing along you know everybody's you know it's i I guess there's a couple turns in this one it's not just a straightaway like in the first movie but then uh ludicrous has a surprise for everybody and he raises the bridge Woo! which Which, uh, 
By the way, am I the only one who really wanted this to, to for them to all just like stop and wait for the bridge to go back? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Tej! Tej, somebody raise the bridge, man! But instead, they go Nitro Boost! And <laughs> in the lead, uh, Brian uses his Nitro Boost to jump over the guy that was in the lead. Yeah, because everybody knows you can go faster when you're in the air, not when, you know, all the horsepower is on the ground. (laughs) Setting up the physics for this universe right from the beginning. (laughs) So after a little leapfrog, they all land perfectly fine. You know, a little little scuff on that. uh, Oh, no, uh, Pinky fucks up the whole front of her car. Or I forget her name. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, her bumper comes off. But yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but you see what she says when when she goes in there. She's like, smack that ass. Yeah. <laughs> I won't lie. I liked her. I thought she was a fun character. Yeah. Oh, and right. one guy crashes into the Pepsi sign or whatever. I'm like, that's product placement. <laughs> is this where my favorite light in the movie played? I, I don't even know what that is. The, uh, the lyric that caught me off guard? <laughs> oh, no. No, I think that was a little later, but you can go ahead and share it if you'd like. Oh, yeah, no, my favorite, favorite, favorite line, uh, one of the, in one of the many, many, many rap songs playing, um, he goes, uh, yeah, we're, was it, uh, we're dropping a load and heavy on the gas. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh, just like my husband. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Yeah, she's not wrong. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I'm, gu- I'm guessing that's experience from a few blown-up bathrooms. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Don't nobody go in there about 35, 45 minutes. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. So the reason why we have three bathrooms and there's only two of us. <laughs> oh. uh, but yeah, so Brian wins the race. Yay, money. Uh, but then, oh, shit, it's 5-0. Oh, and then, no. and then uh, yeah, so everybody scatters. Uh, but one of the cops gets their eyes on Brian. He's like, I got him. And then they shoot him with this, like, taser rocket launcher thing. Right? Car taser? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which is like, is that a thing? I don't think that's a thing. Uh, I could be wrong. I don't know. Five zero Hollas. Let us know if you got car tasers. Uh, <laughs> is it, it's supposed to be a device that automatically kills your battery. So, I mean... I, I would not be surprised if there's a couple of police departments out there that actually have that. Yeah, but, yeah, maybe it's just Miami Miami PD. Oh, I think it that. shorts out the whole electrical based on like one of the last scenes in this movie. Yeah, but uh, is it? I I know what it technically is supposed to be. I just don't know if it's a real thing or if it's like, hey, we have these uh, extra things from I don't know Super Mario Brothers, but we're gonna, <laughs> we're gonna say they're. I don't know, powerful weapons. Uh, I mean, we were just talking about how you don't see the, uh, oh shit, the strips they used to put out, the pops oh, and tires. Oh, the spike strips. Yeah. We were just saying, we don't, you don't see spike strips anymore. Maybe that's what they're using. Maybe. Well, what was the last only... time you saw a spike strip? Well, there's only one way to find out. Hop in my 69 Le Mans. Let's go for a ride. <laughs> if you can that's get great. it started, I will go. <laughs> Well, you, you you guys could always try to reenact um, natural bone killers, you know. Yeah. Oh yeah. Coast to coast. <laughs> we do we do have an upcoming uh, road trip here in a week or two. Yeah. <laughs> Let's do it. And then so, we're all gonna be watching you guys on the news, like, oh yeah, we did podcasts with you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, yeah, Brian gets uh, gets caught up by the police. Um, he's interrogated by James Remar because he's in this movie. Fuck yeah. <laughs> but basically they're like, yeah, we need you on this case because, you know, this guy, uh, Carter Verone, he's a money launderer and he's looking for drivers. Uh, so we need you to, uh, you and one of our agents to pose as, uh, I don't know, getaway drivers. We know you're retired, but you're the best. <laughs> yeah, yeah and, and one of my favorite scenes is about to come up. <laughs> Yeah, well, yeah, this is where we also find out that uh, he has a lady undercover in his compound, and it's like, oh, really? I wonder who that could be. Um, <laughs> we, of course, find out that it's Ava Mendez, but apparently the they pick a partner for him, and he's like, no, this guy doesn't know shit about shit. If I'm going to do this, it's got to be my boy, Roman. So we head to the Barstow, California Demo Derby. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, 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 you, you just glossed over one of my favorite parts where, where he's like, you know, basically saying, oh, well, what's a better engine for, for this, blah, blah, and, and he's like, oh, I didn't know pizza places made motors. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, like, like, like a, like, like a Fellini 12 or a Fellini 24, which would be better. <laughs> yeah, the, yeah, the guy's like, oh, oh, the 12, he's like, oh, that's cool, I didn't know pizza places made motors, he's like, I can't deal with this. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so the the demo derby we're introduced to uh, I was it Roman Pierce Pierce yeah Roman Pierce played by Woo! Tyrese and uh, yeah he's just having a good old time. Brian uh, walks up to him and uh, apparently they they have a bit of a history where uh, you know <laughs> p- apparently uh, Tyree or I'm sorry Roman went to jail for about three years uh, yeah. shortly after Brian became a cop so uh, <laughs> kind of holds him responsible. So they fight it out a little bit as guys do. <laughs> yeah, especially when he goes, I did three years for you, Brian. <laughs> AKA, uh, this is the uh, the male uh, the male courting ritual. <laughs> so yeah, after they fight it out a bit, uh, they decide, okay, cool. Well, this is how you get your uh, yeah. Well, isn't the main thing like they don't get paid, but their records get wiped clean or something like that? Isn't that yeah. the, the main the reason they're doing it? Yeah, um, punches both their records. Yeah. Yeah, so so they go to the uh, basically the auditions, and uh, yeah, they find out you know Ava Mendez, her name's Monica, but uh, she's in charge of the operation. And uh, oh god, that's right. There's a scene where they're uh, oh my god, uh, Brian and Monica are driving along, and he uh, and he does his move. Uh, Mike, do, oh, could you uh, describe uh, Brian's move? Yeah, so basically. Um, he's driving, he's looking at her and then she's like, Oh, aren't you going to watch the road? And he's like, what are you afraid? I'm going to crash. And he completely drives and then basically stops right before he has to hit like, I guess like the stop sign or the light. Yeah. And then, and then, and then Roman Pierce pulls up alongside and he's like, he pulled the driving stick, the, I mean, the steering drive on you, didn't he? And she's like, yeah, how'd you know? He's like, he got that from me. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and the whole the whole time there was a good like twenty thirty seconds that's happening. I'm like, oh no, was he using this when? Oh no, 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 I can't even think like that. <laughs> uh, such a tragedy. But um, oh, r- right about here is where the uh, drop a load heavy on the gas comes. Yes, <laughs> that's what it was. <laughs> yeah. So uh, so for the audition, uh, Verone basically says he has a Ferrari impounded. Uh, near like 20 miles away uh the person that gets the contents of the car and brings it back to me gets gets the job or or i guess that's the job i i i forget how it's yeah, exactly that's, but that's gets the job, the job. yeah, yeah. Uh, oh there's the one guy that's like uh crushed under a trailer yeah there's like what four or five other teams or whatever trying yeah, to chase down this it's thing. a little bit of a mix of cannonball run and it's a mad 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 world yeah <laughs> it's a race <laughs> Yeah, but yeah, like there's like the one guy, uh, yeah, he's crushed under the the the, the trailer, and that, I think that's actually in the trailer too, which is awesome. But it's like, oh shit, that guy's dead, right? Like, no, oh, not, oh, not coming for back. sure, he's dead, dead. Yeah, <laughs> like he's not Han dead. He's like for real, he's dead. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe coming yeah, back. He, he, he's not coming <laughs> back <laughs> next movie. No. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> one guy just comes back in nine. <laughs> Oh yeah, there's the scene where he does like the uh, where uh, Brian like does the reverse flip off where he like starts going in reverse. Apparently, still 120 miles an hour. I don't know about that. Yeah, so. no cars max out at like 40 miles an hour in reverse. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Really, I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, Sorry. yeah. Well, because you only have one gear in reverse. You just have reverse. You don't have overdrive, and you don't have first, second, third, and fourth. Yeah, but see, these aren't the normal streets that we go down. This is Hollywood. <laughs> the stick shift is like has like fifteen. Now, if they were going downhill and you just like popped it neutral and was letting gravity take the wheel, maybe. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah maybe. Up, yeah. <laughs> Not all that hills in Miami, though. <laughs> what are you talking about? Yeah, but uh, yeah, so they get a uh, go to the Ferrari, get the package. Uh, but then the cops show up and they start a little shootout. But they get away, get back to Verone. He's like, "Hey, thanks." 
and he pulls like a cigar out of the package and starts smoking it. It's like, oh, Wonder, that's that's it. Yeah, yeah but you, you you miss another important part though. Tyrese goes ahead, takes off his shirt, wraps it around his fist, punches the oh. car to open it, and then and then John, uh, Brian O'Connor just lifts the handle and opens the car and is like, uh, you might want to put your blouse back on now. <laughs> <laughs> Well, luckily we get a, get an invitation to the gun show, though. Uh, that, that's what it's really all about, right? <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm, so, I'm sure the ladies got a good show. Yeah. <laughs> got to have a little something for them. You know, hey. the guy, guys had that opening scene with all the girls, so. You got to work that hard, you got to show it off. Right? If I looked like that, I wouldn't have myself on. <laughs> oh, yeah. This could be taking place in, like, Colorado or something. I'm walking right? around with my shirt off. <laughs> Uh, actually, actually, to be honest with you, if I looked like that, I probably would have my shirt off all the time too. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. So, uh, so yeah. So they get the job. Uh, Verone basically says, "Hey, you get a hundred grand just to transport a package, no questions." This may sound familiar, like from another movie, like Transporter. Don't worry about it. Oh, that's right. Roman uh, gets caught stealing his uh, cigar cutter or whatever. I-, I was waiting for him to lose a finger. I don't know about the rest of you. Right. <laughs> I'll, I'll have my cutter back, thank you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Zevron's yeah, like, don't you, don't you ever try to fuck me. <laughs> yeah, and, and Tyrese is like, oh, I, I think you probably had like a hundred of them. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, 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 like a whole bowl of them or something inside of the house, you know. <laughs> yeah, so we uh, we go to a party at a local garage, uh, but of course it's being led by like Tej and. Uh, Jin, I don't know what Jin's name is in this movie, but oh yeah, Tejin. Uh, oh, we've got uh, Suki. Suki's the the girl. Suki that, is Pinky. Yes. Yeah, okay. Played by uh, Devin Aoki, you may know from Sin City. Yeah. Uh, she's in other things. Oh yeah, she's in a uh, DOA, Dead or Alive. If any of you love that movie. <laughs> oh yeah, at the party there, they realize like a, there's a Cadillac that's been following them. So uh so so Roman goes over to greet these gentlemen and uh wash their windshield uh and then set that bitch on fire. Yeah. <laughs> Adios putos. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah, then they go to uh oh yeah, Brian and Roman go to meet with uh James Remar and the crew to basically be like, "Hey, you guys almost fucked us there when you uh tried to raid us at the Ferrari dealership or the the impound lot." You guys need to back off. We, we, we got this taken care of. Yeah, and, and he also says, um, if Rome, if Rome really wanted you guys dead, you wouldn't be here right now. Right? <laughs> I was just firing in the air. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, that's right. And this is when they also realize that uh, Jin finds that, like, there's all kinds of, like, GPS and LoJack and stuff in the cars yeah. that were given to him. Yeah. It's okay. Yeah, they go to the garage and they're like, yeah, we just need you guys to check, to check out these cars real quick. And then all of a sudden... Jin checks out and goes, oh, these cars are hot, all right. So hot that um, when, when you don't have your seatbelt on, they're going to know where you are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah they, they, they'll know every time you're not wearing your seatbelt. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so, they, so they need to get some new cars. And, of course, the only way to get a new car, race for pink slips. Woo! Uh, luckily, they know uh, a couple of the guys that were also auditioning for the job. Uh, as of right down as Fonzie and Fabio. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And they uh, they get do a little barrel race right down and back, uh, oh my god, relay style. Um, <laughs> Mike, you want to describe how how this race goes? Yeah, so basically, um, they pull up to the line, and then um, Rome is like trying to rev his engine, show show that he's got a hot car, or whatever. And then the other guy across from revs his engine, and it's louder than his, and he goes, "American muscle, baby." <laughs> so. <laughs> So, so basically, it's tag team style. They go down, make a U-turn, head back, tag the other guys, and they go down. So it's like um, basically the first time around, the American muscle car beat it. And then all of a sudden, um, Rome gets in, and then Brian takes off. And I guess he saved his uh, NAS for like on the way back. And then Brian comes back and beats him. Yeah, so they got the new cars. How are they going to celebrate? <gasps> To the club! Woo! <laughs> we get the incredible line, it's a ho-oasis in here. <laughs> <laughs> Second oh, yeah, best line in the movie. And, 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 and Tyrese checks his pants and he's like, damn, I forgot a pen. You got one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
yeah, so they go to see uh, Verone, and uh, he's in the, the VIP lounge and just, you know, being an intimidating drug lord, as one is. Mm-hmm. And uh, <clears throat> they go into the back room, and uh, we're introduced to Detective Whitworth. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, hey, babe, do you want to describe what happens with Detective Whitworth? Oh, he's a little Randy Muffin friends. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, Verone needs him needs uh, needs him to clear out a was it like a hole in the security or whatever? Yeah, it's like so a they, fifteen minute window or something. So they can transport a bunch of money. So uh, they pin him down. They get a big snuggly Randy muffin and put it on his tender belly, and then they put a big metal trash can over the Randy muffin. They start heating up the trash can so the Randy muffin will go burrowing. <laughs> You, see, you say it's so cute. Um, not, not at all completely terrifying and harrowing. But, uh, That's why you handed it over to me, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, <laughs> By the way, so yeah, so the, uh, the officer agrees and everybody clears out and um, uh, uh, O'Connor and Tyrese are sitting, you know, you know, it's like the warning, you know, like, don't fuck me. And they're left there and I, I love it. Uh, yeah, Roman was just like, that was a fucking rat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so after that fun time at the club, these snuggly muffins, snuggly ready muffins, <laughs> they uh, they go to sleep, and apparently everybody's just sleeping on that houseboat, like every yeah. like Tej That's and they all live there now. Okay. This is this is how the Fast and Furious movies go. In the last one, uh, everybody just lived at uh, uh, Dom's house. Yeah, oh, like forty five right. people to- lived in Tokyo Drift. It's all at Han's garage. Yeah, okay. yeah, okay. they're they're sort of like hippies. They live in big communes, and you know, <laughs> e- you know, eat, race, love. <laughs> Drag race hippies. Yeah, no, sounds <laughs> <laughs> about right. <laughs> yeah. So then uh, the next morning, uh, Monica shows up, and of course she's like, "Holy shit, they're gonna kill you guys!" Uh, I heard Verone talking. Basically, they're gonna send. Uh, Two of his lackeys with you, and and you know, uh, Petunia done when you're done. But then almost immediately, the two guys show up, and they're like, "Oh fuck, they can't see you here." <laughs> no, no, I swear, they, I didn't think they followed me, but apparently they fo- they were right behind me. <laughs> <laughs> they were literally four steps behind me. <laughs> and, Ty- and Tyrese is out on the boat, and he's like trying to shake their hands, like, "Oh, you guys still 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 uh." Holding a grudge about that thing with the car, man. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. You'd have done the same thing. <laughs> yeah, but of course, this le- you know this leads to a lot of a lot of machismo, and then guns being drawn, and there's a little Ooh. bit of a standoff. And then it's like, all right, well, this isn't gonna get resolved. Then Verone shows up out of nowhere, and he's like, hey, that's enough. Like, oh, you're just, you were there the whole time. Like, okay, that's cool. <laughs> I don't know. Usually, when you send lackeys out to do something like that, you distance yourself. But I don't know. <laughs> no, because they were going. They were looking for uh, Ava Mendez. Yep. They, yeah. They weren't here to to kill them yet. They were looking for Ava because she ran away. Uh, yeah, everyone was like, "Where's my woman?" <laughs> <laughs> the GPS said she was here. <laughs> don't, don't ask me where I planted it. Where did you get her tracker bracelet? <laughs> Yeah, so uh, basically with this new information, they call up Tej because they need to set up some sort of uh, an escape plan, like, you know, when shit goes south. And, uh, of course, that plan involves, hey, do you uh, have any half tanks of Nas left? Yeah, that's right. (laughs) Uh, So, yeah, Brian and uh, Roman start chatting at sunset. Very romantic. Uh, basically, Basically just like, hey, man, if you want out, you know, you... We, you can run, but uh, you know it's gonna it's gonna be a tough day. We're gonna make it through together, you know that kind of shit. <laughs> All right, maybe it's not exactly those words, but it's it's pretty much. <laughs> it's m- more romantic than a lot of dates I've been on. Well, that's true. Until I met Steve. Oh, oh yes. thank you for throwing that part in there. <laughs> I was about to say I was gonna save this one. <laughs> 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 this is where I've written down, you know, Brian definitely has a type. Bald and crepuscular. Yeah, veiny. <laughs> yeah. So uh so the next day they uh they go to the trailer park with the the two lackey guys. Um and uh the the guys have sledgehammers with them. It's like, oh, this could be messy. <laughs> right? Uh but yeah, they go in one of the trailers and they just use sledgehammers, take out one of the walls, and it's just 
filled with cash. Yeah. Well, then we start hearing them sirens in the distance. Oh, shit. Move, move. Popo. Oh, yeah, that's right. Like, Detective Whitmore, you know, was supposed to give him, like, the 15 minutes or whatever, but instead he, like, calls it in. It's like, oh, shit, here's the chase scene. And they're uh, going driving down the I-95 and just dodging shit. There's uh, the, the the helicopter with the tasers now. Yeah, hella tasers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then, uh, like, Brian's car gets hit with one, and it's like, oh, oh shit, no. it's shutting down. But it didn't make full contact. Yeah, I, I guess, it, like, all three of them have to be on there to, like, link up and yeah, create a were, circuit or something. It was having trouble, like, connecting, like, the last prong or whatever. So he was just losing speed, but uh, he was, he's he's got to do something. What is he going to do, Steve? All right, you take the wheel. I got to hang out the side here and pour I this bitch out. Yeah, and the lackey's like, oh, I don't know how to draw. <laughs> yeah, no shit. Okay. It's like, yeah, just, just keep it straight. He's like, how do you do that? I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> yeah but uh eventually he pops the claw out of there and like throws it at the cops behind him yeah and the discourse creates like a fucking blues brothers type pile up where, <laughs> or i guess no nobody can swerve or like one guy gets hit and, like, yeah so this is where like the cops do they have all of the cops on the payroll because they're like purposefully driving into each other <laughs> at this point Oh, oh, that's right. Meanwhile, uh, oh yeah, uh, uh, fuck, Veronica, uh, Veronica, Monica uh, <laughs> told every uh, told them like, oh yeah, the the end point's gonna be, um, you know, you guys are gonna drop the money off at this runway, and then uh, Barone's gonna fly off to I don't know Columbia or wherever he was off to, mm-hmm. and uh, so there's a SWAT team set up on that runway watching them, and uh, they're just sitting there waiting for the money. But now, uh, you know, Brian and Roman have all the cars, uh, helicopters and shit chasing after him. So they got to switch cars or get away from him somehow. So they pull into a garage and then a shit ton of trucks come out and just start yeah. plowing fucking cop cars. By the way, no shots fired. I don't know about that. <laughs> but fucking plows through them. And then there's like dozens of other, you know, street racing cars, all Tej's friends and stuff yeah. popping out. And of course, just. Often if you're here, everybody's like, wait, which one do we follow? I don't know. Follow these ones or follow all of them. Pick one. Oh, no. I don't know. oh wait. Oh, no, the helicopter's they, they not a lock. The, yeah, they, they, they spot the uh, the the Mitsubishi Spider and the Evo that they had, wherever they spot those, and then they follow them. And also, once they pull them over, it turns out it's Ludacris and Suki. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> By the way, I think the only time you see Tez driving in the series, if I remember right. <laughs> right? <laughs> Or at least in this movie, he probably does like in. Five oh, he definitely or does in the one, uh, the one where they, the one where they kick the submarine. He's oh, driving fate. in that one. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's right. That's right. <laughs> well, the whole thing is on um, Tej's backstory was the fact that he used to be involved in street racing before he got into organizing, but he had a situation where like he was in one race and I guess he couldn't stop his car fast enough and it and it hit a wall or something, and it messed him up. So from there on out, he just started in the races instead of participating. That's right. He said he hit a wall going like 120 or something like that. That's right. Yeah, which how he'd be alive, I have no idea. Yeah, well, <laughs> the bottom half of it is cybernetic. We just don't see it until uh, Fast 9. No. Woo! That's saving that for 10 when they go to space. <laughs> oh, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> go to space? What the fuck? Oh, they have to go to space. They always go to space. We've had this discussion a couple of times, but every franchise goes to space. Hell, Ice Age went to space. Brave Little Toaster went to fucking space. Jason, the Leprechaun, everybody goes to space. Everybody. Oh, wait, wait, Jason Voorhees did go to space, didn't he? Yes. (laughs) I forgot about that. (laughs) Uh, Spoiler alert, Fast X, the tenth one. Jason Voorhees is the bad guy. Calling it out. (laughs) Ooh, Jason Uh, Voorhees versus Jason Statham. <laughs> yeah, that that would be dope getting Jason Voorhees into a street race. <laughs> <laughs> he, he's in like fucking Gravedigger or something. Just... Oh, dude, Jason Voorhees versus The Rock. Yeah, that's gonna be take my be money. That, that that would be dope. But the clincher would be at the end when all of a sudden Freddie makes a cameo appearance and he pulls up and Jason Voorhees. Is like looking over at him with his machete, like you know, we're gonna do this. And then yeah. Freddie goes, "Where's my bourbon, bitch?" <laughs> <Woo>! <laughs> I, 
I only race for pink slips. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I, I don't know if you get if you get where that comes from though. Like there, I think it was um, Nightmare oh, like, like three or something like that, where like he comes into the room and he's like, "Where's the bourbon, bitch?" <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. So uh, meanwhile, back in Too Fast, Too Furious. <laughs> uh, yeah, Brian and Roman are in their new cars uh, with the, the the lackey guy, one of the lackey guys in each. And then uh, it's time to time to ejecto cedo and cedo uh, <laughs> curve <laughs> and use the, the chairs of the Nazis just launch those guys out the side, uh, or, or I guess Roman does for his dude. But then uh, Ryan's just about to do it, and then he's uh, the lackey guy's like, "Hey, take this exit here. Oh, this one here at Tarpon Point. Okay." I thought we were going to the runway. Like, plans changed. This is also where apparently the lucky guys can't hear the walkie-talkies. Yeah. Because Roman's like, yeah, the injector seat is the best. Oh, put this in all my cars. Oh, <laughs> that motherfucker flew right out. Oh, you my God. You should see that dude's face. He was like, ah yeah, but yeah, yeah, but not basically, um, but Brian is like, oh, I thought we were going to, to the airstrip. He's like, he's like, who said anything about an airstrip? <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. He's like, yeah. oh, shit, he's fucked. Uh, oh, that's right. Also, SWAT team uh, around this time moves in on the airplane, too, and they realize the, the guy in Verone's Escalade is just, I, I don't know, kind of looked like Ali G. But I like, just pulled him out like, this isn't Verone. Where is he? Uh, yeah, so they get off on the Tarpon Point exit and Verone's uh, basically there like a, what is it, like a like a slip, like a boatyard or whatever, just on the river or something there. Yeah, a little dock. Yeah. And uh, basically, he's like, all right, everybody, get on the boat. And, you know, he realized I only told one person about the airstrip, and it sounds like it got fucked over. So, uh, I know Monica's a cop. (laughs) And I know you guys are cops, too, probably. Or I don't care. Whatever. I was going to kill you guys anyway. Uh, So, so Monica gets on the boat with them, and uh, the, the two lackey guys are taking Brian and Roman off to, you know, put a bullet in them. Oh, oh, no, take, taking Brian off to put a bullet in him. That's right. And uh, just when uh, Brian's about to get got, Roman comes to the rescue. <laughs> yeah, knock, knocks the guy out, and then they just basically throw him a fucking curb party. <laughs> stomping the shit out of him. <laughs> yeah, so now, but now they got to get to the boat. But, Mike, how are they going to get on that boat? Um, the only way a true street racer can, um, drive hella fast. And then Tyrese is like, don't tell me what you, you're going to do. I think you're going to do a boat car, boat car. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, I think so, bro. <laughs> <laughs> and they go full Dukes of Hazard on that bitch. They really do. And boom, they, they land the car on the boat. Tyrese is like, I think I broke my arm. <laughs> Yeah, like that's it. Yeah. <laughs> and then Duke always lucked out on that landing, right? <laughs> and then you see Verone sneaking toward them, and then with, with his good arm, Tyrese like moves a gun over to him, and boom, take out Verone. Pop, pop, pop. Well, at least in the shoulder, they got him in the shoulder. <laughs> yep. And then uh, j- just in case they need to double tap, Monica's there with a fucking shotgun. Clack, clack. Yep. <laughs> yep. So then, uh, then they get back to shore eventually. Not, I'm not entirely sure how, because the wit, basically the car is almost as big as the boat. So when it lands on there, it's like, how are they going to steer that bitch? How, uh, like, how's the engine working now? I know the, the engine's down low, but you just pop the car in reverse. Everything will be fine. Oh, okay. It's a fast and furious logic, babe. Oh, that's right. <laughs> it all fits in the plot. Yeah. <laughs> they, they're just like paddling on the side. <laughs> No. Uh, but, but they get back to shore. Uh, basically, the records are clean, you know, for now. Uh, Verone says, uh, I'll see you guys soon. Mike, what does yeah. Roman say back? Roman's like, don't drop the soap, homie. When he gets out. Yeah, Verone's like, he's going to kill you when he gets out. He's like, but he's not getting out. He's like, don't get out. He's loaded. He'll, he'll be out in a couple months or something. <laughs> No, no, you really think he'll get out? <laughs> yeah, and, and as he says that, Verone's like licking his chops, like, I'll see you. <laughs> I'll see you soon. 
<laughs> yeah, but, but then the best part, him, him and Brian are walking, and, and like Brian's like, you know, we should start up a garage together. And, and Roman's like, how are we going to do that? He's like, my pockets ain't empty, cuz. And, and, and then uh, um, Tyrese lifts, lifts up his shirt once again, lifting up his shirt for everybody. <laughs> He's like, my pockets ain't empty either, cuz, and we ain't hungry no more. Yeah. Yeah. So they open up a garage in Miami. <laughs> bump, bump, bump it up. <laughs> Roll credits. Yeah, Ladies and gentlemen, yeah. too Don't fast, look. too furious. <laughs> Mike, would you one. recommend this movie? Would I recommend it? Yeah. Um. Yeah, but I would tell people to make sure they watch the first one first. Is it really necessary? Oh, yeah. Yeah, because oh, okay. you got to know why Brian's not a cop, but is also a cop. You, you get the backstory a little later, and it's like two lines where it's like... <laughs> Oh, you mean like last time you did an undercover thing and you let your perp go and <laughs> and that's why you're not a cop anymore? Yeah, thanks, James Remar, dick. <laughs> or, or, or if you get the DVD and you watch the uh, the hidden um, the hidden storyline before it in the special features where it actually leads up to like why he why he made it to Miami instead of staying back in California or whatever. Oh shit! Is that on the Blu-ray? We might have to check that out. No, nah, no, nah, it's on the D, it's on the DVD set. Like not even the Blu-ray, just the regular DVD. Um, and the special features. It's like it's like there's no lines. Like he's not saying anything, but they show him driving, stopping at a gas station, in a bathroom, taking off his badge. Like you know, they had whatever, and then like making a run for it, going to Florida. Oh, nice. Yeah, let's yeah, we'll check that out. All right. Well, we're gonna take a quick commercial break. And when we come back. We have more beer, Ooh. fun facts, <gasps> and what we learn from Too Fast, Too Furious. Woo! Too fast for y'all. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Dropping loads of heavy on the gas. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine a world immune to all forms of cancer? Ladies and gentlemen, the time has come for our fourth annual live stream for the cure. And this year, we need your help more than ever. Please join us May 27th through May 31st for 48 hours of live content from guests and podcasts around the world. We'll be aiming for our most ambitious goal to date as we try to raise $10,000 for the Cancer Research Institute. Please visit www.livestreamforthecure.com for more information on this year's event and how you can be a part of it. Together, we can make a difference. Hi, I'm Brendan. And I'm Jason. And we host a podcast called Full Screen... And Country. And what do we do on this podcast, Jason? We talk about the best British films of all time as voted by British people in the British year of 1999. The BFI Top 100, to be exact. 100 movies. So with each episode, we talk about a movie on the list, historical significance, if it holds up, etc., etc., etc. You can find us on Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, and all that good stuff. Wherever podcasts are sold, sold, sold. Hey, do you like movies? Hey, do you like podcasts? If you do, then come on down and listen to the Home Video Hustle podcast, homie. Hustle, hustle. Every Friday, we talk about whatever movie PJ picks out the bag. What does that mean? Well, every Wednesday on our YouTube page, I pick a bunch of movies at random. Sometimes there's a theme to it, sometimes not. PJ picks the movie out, and guess what? We watch it on Friday. We talk about it for about maybe an hour, hour and a half, whatever we feel like doing. Might give you something good to watch, baby. Come on down every Friday. So come get your hustle on with Home Video Hustle. You can find the show on any podcatcher app, or you can come down to homevideohustle.popbean.com. All of them in one place for you, so you can go ahead and binge it like it's Netflix. We ain't the Defenders, yeah. but I like to think we a little bit better than that. <laughs> Come out at your boys, man. Come chill with us. Peace. Peace. Hey, everybody. This is Jason. And Jeff. And Blake. And we're the History of Bad Ideas podcast. And if you like hearing uh, geeks talk about Fisto from He-Man. Or zombies or dragons or zombie dragons. I was given copy to read, but it's a piece of crap. So if you just like any geek or any fun stuff, just listen. 
We drop every Wednesday on iTunes, Stitcher, Tangent Bound Network, or WeBeGeeksPC.com. Oh, God, I'm out of here. And remember to wear a coat. Hi, this is Johnny C. McGinley, and you're listening to Everything I Learned from Movies. All the best. And we're back. Oh, my God, Steve. Those are the greatest ads that ever added in the history of adding. Oh, she said it. Oh, they get better every week. Indeed. Ah, man. After all the talking about Too Fast, Too Furious, <laughs> I'm a little thirsty, babe. Oh, well, we uh, we got a something special for you. You ready to blast off with a hop rocket? Yeah, what? <laughs> for Moab Brewing, this hop rocket blast off. All right, sure. <laughs> From Moab Brewing, we have an FMU double IPA, handcrafted microbrew. Uh, see what FMU is. Fuck my underwear, I don't know. <laughs> Get ready to blast off with this carefully calibrated IP, IPA. Four pounds of hops per barrel for powering your hop rocket. Columbus and Simcoe hops create a robust base. Centennial hops add pine and citrus notes and cascade adds a floral aroma. Enjoy the ride. Wait, wait, wait. What kind of citrus are we talking now? Oh, when they, 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 uh, it's actually like from the hop. So it's not like they add orange or lemon or anything. It just sort of has that like citric acid tang to it. Ah, uh, so it's not like the blue moon. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. But if you want to support the largest beer company in the world, go ahead and buy the blue moon. I'm going to pop my top here. Oh, my top. Nice. <laughs> it's the last top I have to pop, Steve. Oh, and the pour. Steve, Steve, you got to buy us some more tops. Why? (laughs) Take that top off, girl. Be like Tyrese. (laughs) I do not have that kind of body, babe. (laughs) Not yet. (laughs) You'd fuck Tyrese if you could. I mean, shit. <laughs> I mean, just to like put it on the list, I guess. I mean, Mike, if the opportunity arose, you're gonna turn you're gonna turn down Tyrese. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but he's baby boy. Okay. All right. Now, 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 if you're talking baby boy, you gotta talk to Roger P. Henson. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, this is a beautiful, like, super clear beer. You could read a book right through this. It's a gorgeous, dark straw color. It's got a white, foamy head with lots of tiny bubbles. Definitely a really strong hop aroma on that. Steve's oh, wow. gone in for the sip. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, good full-bodied, uh, you know, nice nice round taste to it. Like, there's malts and hops. So yeah, definitely you can get, like, the piney mm. and citrus centennial hops in there. Ooh, yeah. 9.6 alcohol by volume. Woo! Yeah. Oh, that's strong. Right? Excellent. Ah, uh, too fast, too furious. FMU! <laughs> by the way, yeah, it doesn't say what FMU stands for. Any guesses? I'm going to look it up uh, on uh, Untapped right here. <laughs> Fill my underwear. No, uh, <laughs> oh, no. Fuck me up. No. <laughs> oh shit, that's probably it. It's probably yeah. yeah probably I'm gonna guess that's what it is because it doesn't say what's on here. Yeah, let's fuck me up. Double IPA. I'll buy it. <laughs> it's mm. like an ADS. AMF. AMF. That's it. Yeah, okay, adios, motherfucker. <laughs> All right, who's entering some fun facts? Only if they're oh. super fun facts because they're fun fun facts. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> All right. Rotten Tomatoes. Mike, what do you think the critics thought of Too Fast, Too Furious? Uh, the critics, the critics are assholes usually. So I would say a four. Four percent. All right. <laughs> How about you, babe? Oh, some of them are going to be dicks about this, but the first one made money. So there's going to be a few of them who are like, oh, no, we might be missing the train. So I'm going to say 28. 36. Hey. Yeah, I bet. Uh, but how about the audience score? Mm. Oh, 63%. 63? All right. 55. 50. Hey. Oh, yeah. Right down the middle. Either you like it or you don't. <laughs> <laughs> also uh, made with a $76 million budget, which was double the original. Uh, U.S. gross, $127 million. Worldwide gross, 236, only slightly more than the first one made. So, hmm. yeah, there you go. Uh, apparently, Universal Studios had two different scripts commissioned. First script featured Vin Diesel's character, while the second script did not, in case he decided not to return. 
This is the only Fast and Furious movie that doesn't feature at least a cameo by Vin Diesel as he was filming Triple X at the time. Ah. Everybody's favorite. The, the, the one that I did a Patreon pick for uh, Home Video Hustle and what were they thinking? Yeah. He, uh, the, he was too busy uh, dropping loads and going heavy on the gas. Or heavy on the snowboards. <laughs> uh... It's no triple X day of the Union, that's oh, for sure. Oh, god damn it. <laughs> I knew that was coming. Look <laughs> for this shit. <laughs> uh, this is a good one. Uh, rap artist Redman was seriously considered for the character of Tej, but due to schedule conflicts, the part went to Ludacris. Reggie Noble as Tej. That would be uh, fucking great. <laughs> that he'd be in the rest of the franchise, too. Oh, yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> he'd be the one... Uh, Kicking a submarine in the Arctic Circle. (laughs) (laughs) I be that. Before production of the film began, Devin Aoki, who played Suki, did not have a driver's license nor any driving experience. (laughs) That's amazing. (laughs) I wasn't going to say it. It could kind of show when she was on screen. (laughs) It's almost like she didn't even know how to sit in the car. Well, I think she's Japanese, right? Yeah. Yeah, when we were in Japan, where are you going to put a fucking car? (laughs) On those completely empty streets that they race through in Tokyo Drift, coming next week. (laughs) I think they were more concerned about Suki looking cute as opposed to really... Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) All right. While this movie was filming on one side of Cape Florida State Park in Key Biscayne... Bad Boys 2 was filming scenes Woo! on the other side of the park. Yeah. Makes perfect sense. That's how you do it. <laughs> I wonder uh, why they didn't get a cameo from Mike Lowry. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Will Smith just kind of walks by like, fuck's going on over here? And now Will Smith is part of the Fast and Furious universe. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Even if there had been like a little scene like... Uh, we need to defer cops over to uh, where these street racer guys are getting away. It's like, uh, we can't. Someone's currently throwing boats on uh, Biscayne Bridge or whatever. <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah. When Brian wins the first race, he power slides towards the crowd. Paul Walker actually performed the stunt himself, among mm-hmm. many others in the film and the prequel, as he was a big fan of street racing and a good driver. I'm not surprised. Yeah. All right. And, of course, Monica Fuentes was written in as a new love interest for Brian O'Connor. However, Brian and Monica didn't have sex throughout the film, and they briefly kiss in one scene, and they don't get together at the end of the movie. Obviously, Mia Toretto uh, broke up with Brian after learning the truth that he was an undercover cop sent to infiltrate Dominic and his racing crew in the first movie. Uh, However, Jordana would return in... Fast and Furious, that's the fourth one, and then reconcile and get back together, whereas Monica only showed up in an after credit scene in Fast Five. All right. Thanks, IMDb. Woo! <laughs> All right. So, ladies and gentlemen, what did we learn from Too Fast, Too Furious? Uh, Mike, you want to start us off? I learned that they could actually make a Fast and Furious movie without one of the main characters, because, you know, Vin Diesel didn't come back until the very end of uh, Tokyo Drift. So it can't, so so the series itself, it could stand without one of the main characters as long as they have the other one filling in. So it's the start of the uh, the branching off universe where you didn't need uh, exactly. even consistent characters to go yeah. on. Yeah. Yeah, like all Vin, Vin Diesel and shit, yeah. I learned that this was not the dumpster fire that I thought it was. I've, I had only seen it once, and I remember not really enjoying it. But upon rewatching it, I enjoyed it thoroughly. This is not the weakest one in the series. Yeah. Gonna stand by fate is still the worst one. <laughs> I don't know. Number four is coming up, too. I don't remember that one being particularly good. But, but we'll see. We'll see. But that is the, the beginning of the amnesia saga, Steve. Everything's gonna fit into place. So I actually, actually, that brings up a question, though. See, Tokyo Drift was the third one. Yeah. Yep. But I believe it was part four that was a prequel to Tokyo Drift. So when watching the entire franchise like that, is it better to watch four before Tokyo Drift or better to just watch Tokyo Drift and then watch the prequel? 
uh, honestly, if you watch Tokyo Drift, like, bef- like after it's retconned in number six, um, I, I don't know, it, it, it might cheapen Tokyo Drift. <laughs> yeah, I think you want to watch them in the order they were filmed so yeah. that uh, the later additions to the franchise don't weaken fairly strong plot lines. Yeah, and the quote-unquote surprises that pop up and stuff, <laughs> you're, you're actually surprised it's not, oh, yeah, okay, this kind of explains it. Wait, hold Although on. we may have found a loophole in the entire fucking universe in Tokyo Drift. Oh, <laughs> All right. I, 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 I'll be honest with you, though. Like, the first time I watched Tokyo Drift, that shit threw me the fuck off. And I'm like, yo, where the fuck are the characters of Fast and the Furious? <laughs> and so, so I'm order, and then basically right at the end when they have Vin Diesel make his little cameo, I'm like, okay, yeah. They, I, like, at first I wasn't crazy about it. I had to watch it, like, two or three times before I'm like, eh, okay, I can fuck with it. You were like, what the fuck is this movie? And why did they throw Fast and Furious on it just to make it marketable? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. Let's see. I learned... Uh... Uh, besides Brian having a particular type, bald and crepuscular, um, Babe, I, also I don't learned... think that means what you think it means. The uh, crepuscular? What do you think it means? Like veiny and popping out? Crepuscular is being up in the morning and in the evenings. Like it's like oh shit, not, really? Nocturnal diurnal. <laughs> what's I the mean... word I'm thinking of? Where the the veins are popping out? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, the thing is, it's also true. These guys, not usually at midday, they're not cruising around that's at 2 a.m. They're cruising around at sunup and sunup. Yeah, they're not doing 9 to 5, so, so that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> he, he has a type, bald and employed. <laughs> Marginally employed. Marginally employed, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Part, part-time regular uh, regular salary. Man, his type's, starting to, his type's starting to sound a lot like my mom's type. Hey, see? <laughs> Working with cars. Right. Loader yeah. mechanics who have shady side uh, jobs. I did also learn Brian had a very particular move for picking oh. up ladies. Yeah. Gazing into their eyes while risking their lives. Yeah. Definitely not going to play in later in the franchise. Oh boy. <laughs> but Mike, thank you so much for joining us yes. and talking this, this wonderful movie with us. Um, I understand you also have a podcast. Uh, yeah, so I, I could be the ship plugger this week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah! Woo! Ship plugger Mike! No doubt, no doubt. Yeah, you all could uh, catch me at, at Mike Brooklyn on Twitter. I host the podcast called The Real Talk Podcast. Um, basically, we discuss three random different topics, me and a guest co-host on each different episode. Um, and if you guys want to support that podcast and help keep it going, since it is brand new, you can hit me up at Mike McLean on the Cash App, you know, but definitely everybody take a listen and, um, you know, hopefully I could grow the listener base. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and uh, where, where do we find that? Just just look up the Real Talk podcast on uh, Favorite Podcatcher? Um, yeah, like Spotify, Podbean, Radio Public, uh what is it, Breaker, Pocket Casts, Google Podcasts, you know, basically various different platforms where you can find podcasts. Podcorn, Podcoin. Wait. Yeah, Podcoin's no more. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, if we wanted to hit you up on Twitter, where could we do that? Um, yeah, like I said before, just at Mike Brooklyn on Twitter. Um, hit me up, you know, and uh, let me know exactly what you guys think. Excellent. Uh, babe, are you on social media as well? You know what? I think I might. If I was on social media, though, it would be under Untidy Venus. That's a goddess who's bad at housekeeping. <laughs> and uh, you might even be able to find a bunch of my stuff over at untidyvenus.etsy.com, where I have all sorts of stuff, including movie monsters who love kittens. I've got enamel pins. We're doing a biography of Steve's amazing grandmother. We, uh, we got all kinds of fun stuff. We've got Paracord made by the fabulous Steve. That's me. <laughs> Excellent. Of course, you can find us at EILF Movies. That's everything I learned from movies. movies. On Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. We're also on all the uh, all your favorite podcatchers under everything I learned from movies. Uh, yeah, we're living life here a quarter April at a time. Woo! Uh, babe. <laughs> Steve. Hypothetically speaking. Yes. Let's say someone had just uh, threw a rat on my belly as, along with a tin can and started warming it up, and the rat made a bit of a mess of my belly. 
there's some sort of horrible smell. Uh, I, I'm okay, though. Um, All right. You're unharmed. You don't have I any could, open wounds. I could definitely use some aromatherapy. You need you need to calm down, relax after yeah. that oh, harrowing yeah. experience. Ooh, uh, I, would, I would head over to frankieandmurr.com. M-Y-R-R-H. <laughs> My spelling, it's not happening. Uh, and if it were me, I would probably pick up some Purple People Pleaser, the roll-on edition. You just roll it right on there. It's just lavender, very calming, very soothing. <laughs> Get you back in that, like, state of mind. All right. Well, I owe this Verone guy a lot of money, though, mm-hmm. so i got to save where I can. Is there some sort of promo code I could use? Oh, if you use promo code VENUS at checkout, you'd save 15% off your order. And if you uh, you ordered over $35, your shipping would be free. Oh, shit. i got to do that. Purple People Pleaser at FrankieandMurr.com. <laughs> All right. Until next time, I'm Steve. I'm Izzy. And I'm Mike. And I'm Mike Brooklyn. <laughs> and this is... Everything, Everything I, I learned, learned from movies. From movies. Have a good night, everybody. Pop 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 Hold up, she won't work that, work that. Nope. Let me in, let me hurt that, hurt that. Mike, sidebar, we're going to probably cut this part out of the episode real quick. But, uh, all right, so have you seen Tokyo Drift recently? Uh, not recently, no. All right, well, well, there's a scene uh, towards the end where uh, Bow Wow is uh, on the phone talking to his uncle, and we find out his name is Uncle Deck, as in, mm-hmm. like, Deckard Shaw, maybe? Oh, shit. Right? <laughs> yeah, we're we're waiting for that shit to come out in Fast Nine. Uh, we 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 brought it up in a Tokyo Drift episode we 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 just did with uh, what were they thinking? And uh, yeah, it basically blew his fucking mind because that's like his favorite one. Everything too, he's like, holy shit! If <laughs> that's a thing, if they don't utilize that in some way, shape, or form, I'm gonna be so fucking disappointed. Yeah, well, we'll, 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 see. we'll see. That that. You, you know, I'm, I'm just in complete shock right now because I could see that happening. Right. <laughs> oh, when he straight up goes like, yo, Uncle Deck, you got to see this when he's on the phone. And then he starts live streaming from his flip phone, which we, we whatever, we're going to skip past that. We're in Japan. We're going to allow yeah. shit to happen. Yeah, they're super advanced in 2006. Well, I guess it's technically supposed to happen in 2013 or 2014. Yeah, that's why they're live streaming. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. But, yeah. Uh, and the reason why I'd say, like, I could see that happening is because if you remember Bow Wow's character, he was able to get literally anything you want. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. So in order to be able to do that, you got to be tied to some kind of big, extensive criminal enterprise. So what we're yeah. kind of thinking is... And the Shaws are all about family. Yeah. Uh, so so what we're kind of thinking is... Uh, Bow Wow, or, you know, Twinkie, or whatever his name is in the movie, mm-hmm. he's actually like the son of uh, Braxton, or whatever, Idris Elba, who, you know, at one point, you know, 15, 20 years earlier, would have been good friends with Deckard, mm-hmm. and so it's like, Uncle oh, Uncle Deck! Eh? Yeah. Especially it's since, you know, damn uh, good his theory. dad allegedly died years ago, Hobbs mm-hmm. and Shaw retcon, I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Well, hey, I mean, we don't we don't know all about Idrisalva and uh, and and Shaw's, you know, like stuff. There, there's obviously a bigger crew because they're the only yeah. two that like lived. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 